We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I had a similar situation with a homeless man several years ago where like he approached me and asked for money and I didn't have And you it. had sex with him and then he no. put his arm around your neck? Luckily. I hate when that happens. I mean, it was close. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. My name is Hannah Dickinson. I'm here with Skylar Corby. What's up? What's up? Man, you know, last week I was texting you about that guy from Bumble, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know the mixed signals. And then I forgot about the term breadcrumbing. I did, too. Since, like, seventh grade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I showed my neighbor, my guy friend, who we sometimes have romantic relations and he was like, yeah, this guy's breadcrumbing you. He has no interest in you. He just wants to keep you on the back burner. And it hurt, but it was like kind of satisfying. I yeah. was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, oh, okay. Shitty, but It's closer. an answer. It's an yeah, answer. it's an answer. In my mind. I just, ha- I forgot about fucking breadcrumbing. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, or for those men out there who pretend to not know, it's where you text someone to keep them interested just enough just enough but you make absolutely no commitment well because I, I texted you i'm like what do these texts mean then you're like no he's he's thinking of a plan no he wasn't he wasn't no yeah. absolutely not that's the one thing where i'm like i sometimes know i know this i give people the benefit of the about of the doubt a little too much which is a flaw but i like to think that people have the best intentions and i think a lot of the time they do but i think i also forget like what a 27 year old 28 year old 31 guy. 31 i mean yeah that t- see and that's the other thing it's like i should know because i'm around them but like i feel like any of my guy friends like dampen it down just because of what i do and all that shit like i feel like they don't reveal their true shitty selves to me at least well it's just not that i'm like you have to date to get married <laughs> i am but I guess I just forgot about breadcrumbing because I'm not 22 years old right, anymore. Right, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, I'm like, don't you have like a job? Don't you have like a schedule? Like, how do you just, you keeping all these people interested? Yeah. You're that like, bored? Like, how do you remember that many people? Like, I have to have a list in my phone of people that I can like, if I'm throwing a party or if I'm going out, like if I were to be like throwing brunch, I'm like, oh, I want a girl's brunch. I, and this is just me being a psychopath. I have to have a list in my phone of like the people that I would typically invite because I'll forget someone that's a normal good friend, but I'm just like, I'm not all there all the time. So well, it's that kind of thing where I'm like, 
I forget people that I like and care about and see regularly. If you're doing this to like for dating purposes, how are you keeping track? He's probably just not. But I'm just like, don't you have a like my thing is like, okay, fine. Clearly you don't want to date. But don't you have enough responsibility in your life where you need to like like I just don't have the time to just like chat up random people occasionally. And even the guy I invited to Cancun, which, by the way, still hasn't responded. (laughs) It's so crazy. It's so, I truly still can't see, don't see that coming. I just, every week, it's just baffling. Anyway, it's like that guy. It's like, I don't know if it's a male-female thing. I don't know if it's a maturity thing. I don't know if it's a, oh, yeah, these guys didn't go to rehab. (laughs) These guys haven't gone to rehab and, like, looked. I, I just don't, I guess I don't understand the point of casually texting someone like do you need attention that bad and that's coming from me who has a podcast right <laughs> but maybe that's it maybe i have a podcast maybe, maybe this is your outlet so yeah. you're like i'm good here like maybe guys who dm for attention it's like get a fucking podcast please get your own podcast go do stand-up comedy as much as it hurts me to tell another man to get behind the mic you know i would rather that than fucking dming me for attention yeah straight up I also just like, how old are we? Exactly. Like, get a fucking backbone and grow up. This is not how you should be getting attention. This is your go-to. This is how you're like, oh, well, I don't see, I don't have any other way of doing it. So I'm just going to breadcrumb four different girls. It's just like, can you put all of them in a group text? Because then when they need someone to talk to, they can just talk to each other. And boom, you get adult friends out of it. That's what I would ask. But who else are you doing this to? Can I chat with them? Like, this isn't going anywhere. But I do want someone to go grab dinner with later. That isn't you. So give me Jennifer's number. Can I have her number? Because clearly she's trying to go to dinner too. Yeah. That's the fucking thing. I'm like, I don't know these guys. So for them to like DM me randomly or text me randomly to start a conversation. I'm like, I don't know you. I don't want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. Why aren't you texting your boys? You know, Yeah. where are your friends? Text your bad boy group chat. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, my point is that love died. I'm sorry. It's, you know. It hurt for a second, but then I was like, I met this person once. Who fucking cares? It's you just then, hot. like, what do you do with the numbers in your phone after something like this happens? Because I used to just, like, change them to, like, a reminder of why I didn't want to talk to them anymore. It would just uh, be, like, like bad speller, don't answer. Or, like, something like that where I'm like, if I ever wanted the attention, yeah. It would be something like that where you're like, oh, like, a lot of it honestly came down to just someone being grammatically incorrect. I just can't do it. But... That's I would so have funny that, that bothers you. It kills me. Um, but I would have that like pop up in my phone. So if I needed the attention and someone texted me out of the blue, I, it was like the immediate reminder where I'm like, I mean, sometimes I would indulge it. But majority of the time I'm like, I don't have fucking time for this. So you're not getting a response. I think it would depend on the day. I think, I mean, honestly, I haven't heard from this person since the last podcast came out. So maybe, yeah. I'm like, maybe he listened, which is hilarious because he for sure didn't. He's not texting me back. You think he's listening to my podcast? (laughs) Huge fan. (laughs) I'm like, oh, yeah, he doesn't want to have a conversation, let alone a one-sided one where I'm just jibber-jabbering. I haven't heard from him anyway. I guess I haven't thought about what I'd do with his contact. I think if he were to text me, I'd be like, look, we're clearly looking for different things. Yeah. You're looking for a 23 year old. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just, our age brackets are different. Completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh-huh. Like, just go hang out around anywhere near NYU. Yeah, literally. Just go to the NYU bookstore and then loiter. Like, but- I walked by a big group of girls. Yeah, I guess Friday. 
and uh, they were all ridiculously dressed up and I had to die laughing and I kind of could like empathize because one of them was like, wait a minute, I'm reading like the reviews on Yelp. They're all like decked out, by the way, the clubbiest of the clubby dresses at 8 p.m. And one of them was like, wait, this place says like casual. Why did you like, why are we all dressed up? And then the girl was like, I mean, like you never know where we're going to end up and all this different stuff. Meanwhile, I'm like wearing this like leggings and a t-shirt and nothingness where I'm just like, you know, you are all going to end up at a sports bar. You're ending up at the 13th step. But we all did it. Like I remember I see pictures of myself in college where I'm like, that is an express bandage dress. And I was wearing that to this random stupid sports bar that we went to every single week with four inch heels why so that's where that those that's the girl that you're looking for if that's not what you think you're looking for it is what you're looking for but that's when you need to reevaluate some shit yeah i also matched with this 28 year old dude who he was very cute but he looked like (laughs) one of his bumble photos was a prom photo from high school and i don't know why but if you're even a year younger than me in my mind you're a toddler yeah so i was like wow jake uh his name is jake of course i was like prom huh and he was like hannah i peaked anyway we have this very long conversation we're texting till two in the morning he's like i'm gonna come over i'm gonna feed you croissants in the morning like blah blah and i wrote to him i said are you a love bomber jake and he was like i don't even know what that is and uh, so that means yes (laughs) yeah exactly a love bomber if you're new to the podcast is where someone showers you with love and then pulls away so quickly so quickly because they just wanted your attention anyway the conversation kept going we were talking the next day and text him at like four and i'm like so where are those croissants never heard from him again (laughs) and i was like that's the definition of a love bomb but i'm glad i got it early yeah and i'm sure within 12 hours that's an easy catch that was like a love grenade yeah i wasn't even i was like this guy's younger than me he's probably a piece of shit he's talking about feeding me croissants it's too early for this this guy's gonna be sour that's what it was it baffles me the behavior. It baffles me that it's so universal because like we know how great guys are communicating. So I know they're not sitting around talking about their tactics, but they just all inherently know how to do it. And it's that's like, wild to me. It was like they all took a class, but none of them. But really, online. And yeah. they thought they were like the only kid in it. And you're like, exactly. no, dude, this is like this was early enroll and a packed house. What TED Talk is every guy listening to where you feel like you can just waste girls' time? The Joe Rogan <laughs> Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> the Joe Rogan experience. Right, right, right. It's like they they snort that protein and like powder. anything uh, from Barstool. They snort pre-workout, text a bunch of girls, and then forget because they're asleep for the next twelve hours yeah. after they crash from lifting their dumbbells. Anyway, not a big deal. I just would like to. Uh, call it out call it out like stop fucking unless you're gonna marry my ass don't text me that's all i'm asking i feel like that's a pretty fair ask it's like in he's just not that into you when jennifer aniston says to ben affleck stop being nice to me unless you're gonna marry me and my friends and i always used to laugh about that we're like what a crazy thing to say and you get older you're like she was on to (laughs) something that character slash jennifer aniston herself because i would be willing to bet that that was ad-libbed it's just like, oh, wow, you know things. Well, in that situation, it's like they were dating for, what, like seven years living together? Yeah. I don't think that's that crazy. No, it's like, not. I guess it does sound cr- Stop being nice to me unless you're going to marry me. They're like, bitch, I just met you. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, Hannah, how are you? Don't call me that unless you're going to marry me. <laughs> I don't have a name for at least three years. I am. Here's my number. Call me by my last four digits. 
again, it's like Squid Games. I'm number 059. <laughs> and just call me that until you're going to fucking marry me. That's all I ask. It's just a courtesy. Oh, I went on that bowling. T- oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't lead with this. I'm scared. Did I excited. You? Did I? I, I might have put on my close friends on Instagram because <laughs> when I went bowling with that guy, I took a photo of the the bowling balls and I sent it to oh yeah you cropped out the legs (laughs) I cropped out the legs to make it look like I was with a girl so I cropped out the thighs (laughs) my friend goes you're a fucking savage I'm like guys are the worst and she's like meanwhile you're cropping a photo (laughs) of a guy you're on a date with to send to another guy that you like to act like it's like I do love though I saw this photo they did look like girl legs (laughs) they did like after the crop they fucking look like you take a couple inches away from from the the top of the knee we're all seven-year-olds again (laughs) no discerning anything so basically i want to text the guy from bumble that i liked because we talked about bowling but i was on a date with a guy and so the photo i took you could see his full thighs and it was like clearly i was with a guy so i just cropped out the top thighs and made it look like a woman in skinny jeans and was like like bowling whatever we talked about bowling with the girlies (laughs) (laughs) bowling with the gals um (laughs) But anyway, so I went on this bowling date and I'm late. I walk up to the outside and I'm thinking this guy's on the outside, right? Waiting for me. Yeah. And there's a guy turned around and I hate when people know. I think I've talked about this on the podcast. I hate when people know that I'm on a first date. Yeah. And there were people around and I was like, fuck, is this my date? It's got to be. And then I was like, just go in with confidence because I hate being like, hey, is that, uh, hey, Dylan, is that you? Hey, um, is that Dylan? Uh, uh. So I was like, hey, Dylan, 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 Dylan. <laughs> Finally, the guy turns around. It's fucking Tyler Cameron from The Bachelor. Amazing. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I thought you were my hinge date. <laughs> I wish in my dreams. Am I right? And he just like bursts out laughing because he like. Because in my mind, I was like, it is so funny to me that I thought I was like, even though it was from behind and I couldn't really tell like, oh, yeah, I'm going on a date with Tyler Cameron. Like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So like when he turned around, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, right. In my fucking dreams. Did it make you feel any better when he appeared with like, it was a few different celebrities, I think, like Chris Humphreys and a few people at some point this weekend. And you're like, that could have been. Could have been me on the outskirts of that. Did that even? Oh, yeah. On SNL. Yeah. I know. I, I haven't watched SNL yet, but I the night before was shitting on Matt James for doing Dancing with the Stars. And then yeah. I went to Tyler Cameron's profile and he's like pushing some skincare. And I was like, what the fuck do these people talk about? Like, this is such a lame group. And then, of course, I roll up and I'm like, hey, Dylan. And he's like, what? And I'm like, oh, my God. Hi. And he just starts laughing because, like, he sees my process of, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I thought I was on a date with this guy. Like, fuck. And he goes, so he starts laughing. He's like, well, good luck on your date. And I was like, well, it's for sure going to be disappointing now. (laughs) 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 So then I get. I would have, like. Oh, I called you. I called you immediately. You called me immediately and I was freaking out because, like. You know when your friends are going on dates. You really don't want to be called when your friends are going on dates. And especially not when the date hasn't presumably even started yet. So it comes through. I'm like, fuck. She's like, I'm at the gym. And I'm like, am I going to have to like jump on a train to go uptown? Is Hannah's body like in the river? 
and you're just laughing. I'm like, that's also not good. Like, oh no. And you're just like, you'll never fucking guess what just happened. And again, I'm like, it's either like laughing because you're trying not to cry or just laughing because it's hilarious. Luckily, it was the latter. But oh, yeah, I forgot that I called you. I was just like, oh, how did that just happen? And then so I get to the guy. And of course, I got to tell him because I'm like, this is crazy. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, I thought, do you watch The Bachelor? And he's like, no. I was like, do you know good Tyler- sign? <laughs> yeah, I was like, do you want, do you know Tyler Cameron from The Bachelor? He's like, no. And I was like, oh. Anyway, I just thought he was you, and he was, oh, well, I'm sorry to disappoint. And I was like, I had to do one of those things where I was like, no, no, this is so much better. No, you are yourself. You're not a model, but who likes models? <laughs> Who likes Tom Ford models anyway? You're fun to talk to, I think. <laughs> you have like a real job, don't you? <laughs> oh, you studied zoology in college? Never mind. <laughs> did he really? He did, he did. What did he turn that into? Uh, he works in sales. He was like a cool guy. It was actually pretty interesting because I could ask him which animals were assholes. Apparently the bird family's the assholes. I get that, okay. Yeah. Nice. But he was a really nice guy. I don't know. I'm just like, he wasn't the soulmate. Yeah, well, wasn't the soulmate. See, what you should have done was just like when you were leaving Tyler Cameron big, hey, if this doesn't go well, can I just come back here in like 15 minutes? Because what do you have to lose at that point? Well, he has a girlfriend, so. So He has a quote unquote girlfriend. It's the fucking bachelor. Like, he's also written. I was looking at like new releases for biographies and memoirs the other day. He's also written a fucking book, but I would never call that man an author. So let's just. Yeah, Let's be true. fair to what, what the situation was it, what is. What was his book called? It's like, this is how you find love or something. Or something like stupid. I don't even know. Finding myself after love. I think love. it's finding myself or like how to find. It's something like that, but it's like tongue in cheek. I don't even know. I don't watch The Bachelor. It's like how to find happiness. And it's like, yeah, um, how to find happiness. Maybe a fucking model. Yeah, be really hot. Go on a TV show with other hot people where you're vying for someone really hot. Uh, don't have that necessarily work out, but just be charismatic and then be hanging out with Kanye a year later that's so crazy so I refuse to read it obviously because I'm like fuck you I've been trying to write a book for like three years you asshole you know what's funny is uh Jeb Jeb Wyatt the guy who won yeah Hannah's season so Tyler I think got third or second I think he had second maybe um the guy who won was like this like guy who was trying to be a singer and went on for literally more followers but he became one of the most hated men in America and Tyler Cameron, like, genuinely, I who knows if he was genuinely on it for love, but he was, like, a genuine nice guy. And now he's, like, kind of famous for nothing. Yeah. Damn, that other guy, like, just really fucked up. Yeah. That's the point. Don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah, people can see through the asshole. Like, I think we all expect at this point that you're going on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette for a little bit of clout. That is what it is. No one would ever believe that you're on there for legit reasons. Yeah. If you wanted to find love, you would just walk out into the world. Yeah. I mean, I believe that women, I do believe women go on it thinking that they could like maybe meet a hot guy. I think so too. I think they like, I mean, I think they do it for clout, but I also think they do it to hopefully find someone. (laughs) They're like, I'm willing to compete with 60 girls on TV because at least we know this guy might propose at the end. Mm -hmm. At least, you know, there's a potential for a ring. Whereas in New York, you're dating like 60 guys and you're like, fuck. I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. They're just going to breadcrumb me and send me fucking videos of Eric Clapton that I don't care about. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, continue. 
I think you're right. I think guys go on it specifically for clout and then just like something to do, which is pretty much what guys do anything for. And I think a lot of the women go on it because they've seen it work out for someone else. It's all like you only ever need one friend or one story of some girl that you know to have had something work out. That's where it's like, oh, like my friend had this girl who was just like always going to berries. And then all of a sudden she realized that there was a guy that was always in her berries class that was cute. And then they met through berries. So that's called an urban legend. Exactly. But that's what it is. It only takes one for people to be like, well, I'm going to go to berries all the time. Or maybe I'll meet someone at the gym. Or, oh, she met this guy like at the dermatologist's office and they were just in the waiting room. So it just proved that you just need to chat people up. We all only need one example of it to have a little bit of hope and be like, and that could happen for me because it happened for someone else. So I think that's when girls are going on The Bachelor. That's what they think because they there are examples of past bachelor and bachelorette couples that are like married and have kids. And they're like, well, it worked. So it clearly works. And you're like, yeah, but how many fucking seasons of this show have there been? Yeah. Or they're like, maybe I'll get on Bachelor in Paradise and then find my husband. My friend was like... um, I was like, I could do Love is Blind. And she goes, really, Hannah? You could do Love is Blind? What happens if if they come out and they're like totally ugly, heinous, like beast mode? And I was like, uh. She was like, the pause alone. <laughs> like, I'm asking you a hypothetical question. The fact <laughs> that you're thinking, not good. Yeah, not good. And my thing is like, I can't control my face. Like, yeah, I can't control neither. like, great. <laughs> like, it's just very obvious always yeah. when I'm not please so like i can just imagine i'm on love is blind and a guy walks out who's just like shrek and i'm just like finally (laughs) (laughs) the love of my life you're great um how much money do you make again (laughs) (laughs) remember when everyone wore masks for covid (laughs) something to consider yeah have you ever thought about like a face transplant face off too i once dated a guy who put lifts in his heels his shoes (laughs) did you yeah i did but was he hot otherwise his name you know him. i'm gonna believe it that guy did he really yeah he still probably wears them how much taller does that make you i think it was like an inch or two (laughs) so how tall is he actually i think he might be like five eight five seven five eight okay and then with the lifts he was like five nine interesting Mm mm-hmm but he would like openly say that. He's like, fuck, I forgot to wear my shoes with the lifts. Because <laughs> we'd be going out to a bar and he'd be like, God damn it, I didn't wear my lifts. I was like, it's got to <laughs> pop up on your toes every time you're talking with someone. Yeah, he like <laughs> tippy toes. There are guys that do that that walk on their tippy toes. Oh, I know. <laughs> they don't even know they're doing it. They're just like ballerinas it's just natural, walking around. Yeah. Fucking or you essence. can see it when they're like taking pictures. They like pop up a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I love that. Or when they like get their when they put their arms over their boys' shoulders yeah. and then they're like hiked up like Lift a scarecrow. Up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I will say my boyfriend, my fiance is very short, but like credit where credit is due, he does own it. I think it helps that you, I mean I say this respectfully, but I think it helps you're very short as well. Yeah. Because he looks like fucking Andre the Giant next to you. I know it's it's working out for everyone. We're all very happy with this arrangement because. And the thing is, even if I'm wearing like three or four inch heels, which is not often, he's still got a couple inches. So we're like good to go. But I also think it's just a confidence thing. Like you ask him 
And he's like, listen, I can't do anything about my height. Like there's zero things I can do, I guess, except for wear lifts in your shoes, which he knows enough to know that if I found that out, I would make fun of him incessantly. It just wouldn't be worth it. But like somebody has said something before, like he has a story where some girl was like talking to him and the boys when they were out at a bar and she was just like, well, like, what do you expect? You're the shortest guy here. He's like, listen, I can do absolutely nothing about my height you could probably fix your face a little bit and just walked away and he made her cry and like I think he this was early on in dating and he told me that he's like was that a mean thing to do I'm like no that's fucking hilarious and that's why this works yeah because it is true like the height thing you can't really fucking do anything but yeah there's really nothing you can do about it personality you can fix face you can fix ish yeah height is just kind of it is what it is it is what it is I I don't mind height you know I'm like five six so you're a good height you're normal when you're online shopping. You don't really have to worry about what an inseam on something is because no. more than likely it's going to hit where it should hit. I'm jealous of that. Yeah, I don't even know what an inseam exactly. is. Wow. Or if something is like if a pair of jeans says they're like cropped or ankle length, you're going to have a solid like two or three inches of your ankle showing. Those are just jeans on me. So mm. enjoy it. Cherish wow. it. Speaking of small people... I had a threesome this weekend. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't lead in with that. You know, because I don't know if she's listening. True. Well, I mean, she's got to be if this is how you found her. She found you. She doesn't listen to the podcast, I don't think. Really? No. So just a comedy fan then. So I had a threesome this weekend. Let's call her Amanda. Yeah. That's not her name, but we'll call her that. With my neighbor, who I can talk about him because he has literally told everyone. I love it. I saw him at coffee yesterday morning. He's like, I'm just telling him about the threesome. Just giving him the play-by-play. I can't do an Australian accent. (laughs) If I invited him on this podcast right now, he'd be like, I'll be over there in a second. He told me it changed his life. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Is it? Yeah. He goes, can I have her number to text her thank you? And I was like, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. This is not a thank you card situation. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Send her flowers? Yeah. <laughs> Send her. Like, she's not a prostitute. Just it was like, like a it's mutual like a high five thing. threesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, you cannot. I'm not giving you her number. Because no. she's a lesbian. So, like, she is not interested in him. Yeah. She does not want his number, no. I assume. Um. So, what happened was, I get a text, or I get a DM from this girl who says, I don't know your sexuality, but I'd love to take you on a date. I was like, huh, that's funny. You should say that because I don't know my sexuality. <laughs> We're already doing so well on the same page. Go on. Yeah. Good point, Amanda. That's funny you should bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> so much to talk about already. Yeah. Wow. Um, because I am on uh, Guy Girl Bumble. You know, I don't know. I'm. I guess you could say I'm bisexual. I don't. Here's the thing. A lot of comedians are like, they'll like tweet out this thing like as a queer member of the lgbtq and it's like you've dated your boyfriend for five years like why are you it's for attention you know and i just don't like if i was dating a girl i'd be like yeah i'm dating a girl but i've never dated a girl i've had sex with like one and a half girls (laughs) i don't even know what to count it so i wouldn't be like i'm bisexual you know what i mean yeah so i'm on it and she said that she was like i've been following you for like a year and a half a year year and a half and then she was like when i got to new york i saw you on bumble and i was like is this her she's like because i thought you were straight 
based on like all your videos because i'm always like you know when i get that dick (laughs) (laughs) so maybe i should come out as bisexual (laughs) it's uh she was like yeah i thought you were very straight and i was like you know it's a spectrum it's astrology (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's therapy i don't fucking know um and so uh, joel uh, mm, my neighbor and i we've been you know dating for a while we're not like together but we were like dating seeing each other but we were talking about having a threesome now for like since we met in july he's like i really want to have a a threesome with a girl i really want you know because he's had devil's threesomes He's had like 10 devil's threesomes, which is two guys. Yeah. But his dream, he said his his lifelong dream, which is like my lifelong dream is to sell a TV show. Right. His lifelong dream is to have a threesome. Yeah, I'd like a New York Times bestseller. But you know what? We're all looking at We're all different world. things. And if I can give someone their dream, I'm happy to do it. If yeah. I can be... Fucking Santa Claus over here. <laughs> yeah, Ted Sarandos at Netflix for this man. <laughs> I'm happy to do it. <laughs> So I screenshot it kind of as a joke to my neighbor. I was like, threesome? Because I saw the DM. And I screenshotted it and I sent it to my neighbor. I was like, should we have a threesome? And he calls me and he's oh like, God. we're having this threesome. He's like, follow up right now. And I was like, I don't know. My college roommate's in town this weekend. Like, it might be a lot to coordinate. And he was like, no, do it. So I was like, all right. So I'm talking to this girl and the plan was to meet up Saturday. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the whole time from thursday to saturday i was like this is not gonna happen i was like somebody's gonna cancel because you know the last threesome i tried to be a part of i got kicked out of right because i was too drunk yeah that was like six years ago i was asked to leave i was i was yeah i was asked to leave and they paid for my uber home that's how bad they wanted me out of their apartment (laughs) it was a 50 dollar uber at least it was a positive experience (laughs) yeah that's true they could have left me in the bush outside but they were like no we're gonna get you in a cab and make sure you get home (laughs) far far away from us (laughs) they're like west hollywood why don't we just send you all the way back to virginia that's fine (laughs) four thousand dollar uber ride we've got it it. (laughs) so anyway so we meet up at um little branch have Mm -hmm. you been in that bar oh yeah speakeasy very nice yeah, we meet up at the speakeasy. Um, my neighbor is sober now, too. He's been sober for a bit. And we meet up with this girl, and she's, like, so hot. Like, she was attractive on Instagram, but, like, in person, I was like, holy shit. Like, she looked like Megan Fox. Like, wow. she was so hot. And not that she's not photogenic. I'm sounding mean. But, like, she was attractive in her photos, but in person, I was like, she's stunning. Yeah. So we meet up, we're talking. She's cool. She's, like, very down. She didn't even ask for a picture of my neighbor, which that's impressive i know but she was like "Ah, i figured he would be fine (laughs) i wouldn't even go to a restaurant without looking at the menu first i can't imagine going into a threesome without knowing everything (laughs) like i need multiple photos i would be stalking them on facebook i need butthole angles all of it yeah no she didn't really care so we end up going back to my neighbor's place and it was a little awkward at first because like me and my neighbor are sober she's like not drunk like she's like had a drink but she's not like we're like so how do we start this yeah (laughs) we're like should we like watch a tutorial and anyway we just you know it just starts kissing and off to the races man there we go it was like very hot i gotta say sounds really hot it did feel like a um a really nice moment because i was kicked out of a threesome and then i was like the star of the show nice so it didn't feel like a before and after story of sobriety baby it did i was like wow this is my journey i'm like really killing it in this threesome when before i was asked to leave like i mean 
in terms of writing a TV show, now you know what your pilot and then your finale will be. <laughs> well, that's the thing, because the show that I'm writing is about, well, I wrote the different pilot before going to rehab. I was working on this pilot. And then after I got out, my my manager was like, we're scratching it. Like, you need to, like, talk about your life and, like, how much this whole event has impacted you. The show that I'm writing now includes flashbacks. Nice. And I was like, an episode would be the threesome about what it was and what it was now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like it that. was very hot. And it was like, and I didn't need to drink, which is kind of crazy. Because you would think for oh, a yeah. threesome, you need to be pretty fucked. For sure that's how I knew I wanted to do it I think that's also good that it like there were two of you that were sober because then you're not just sitting there like what is everyone else thinking you're like no we're all kind of in this moment and excited and happy to be here yeah that's the thing and it's like this sounds kind of creepy because I'm like she drank but she had one drink so it's not like she was like no so like we were like you know whatever and she was so down it was like crazy she was like yeah I mean do you guys have weed and we're like no she's like is it like anything <laughs> we're like no mm, this is it so then we just kind of it's happening yeah we we're just like it was kind of like a group project we didn't really know which way to start we didn't know how we to need, delegate but yeah. then once you get in it you're like okay we got this yeah and uh yeah my neighbor was like he texted me today he's like life-changing still <laughs> thinking about it i love still that. thinking about it i mean it was very hot it was a very hot experience and I don't know. It was yeah, I get like that would be my big question because that would also is my biggest fear in a threesome. I've never had one because I'd be so nervous about getting left out or like I would just I think I would be so inside my head the entire time. I wouldn't be able to enjoy it, which is obviously completely besides the point. Yeah, I think it helps that like I am bisexual, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And she was a lesbian because I think if it's like you're competing for the guy's attention or like if you're both very straight, it's like it's like not equal. Like I would say he got the least attention, which is like probably the healthiest for a threesome is the men getting. Yeah, exactly. But he was like, you know, a good sport and very respectful and like just I mean, at that point, what is he going to complain about? Really? yeah like you one. you go with the flow on this one buddy you well, just let it happen it's funny we went to neil brennan i went with my college roommates to see neil brennan's uh one man show oh, before nice. and i said to my neighbor i was like can you watch miley so that when we have threesome i can put her in the cage because i don't want her to be in the cage for like four hours yeah and he was like oh i don't know like she hasn't really behaved that well last time i watched her and i was like i am giving you a threesome yeah you are gonna watch miley when I go on vacation, you're going to walk. If this was life-changing, like, this dog is now a part of your life. Yeah, you are now the father of this uh, child. He's like, yes. you're right, you're right, you're right, I'll take her. But, Smart uh, man. Yeah, exactly. It was, uh, anyway. Good for you. I'm very happy for you. For all the threesome stories I've heard of with other friends, which now I'm starting to think, I'm like, I gotta, like, step up my fucking game. But... This sounds like the most positive experience. Why? You've heard of negative experiences? Oh, yeah. Wait, what's a negative? Like, I've had friends that they, like, it's just turned into a thing where they were like, yeah, it was pretty much me, like, sitting there kind of kissing someone every few minutes, but basically the other two were having sex with each other. I'm like, see, that's my nightmare. That's why I wouldn't be able to deal with it. Because I'd be so worried about that happening. It's almost like they were like, oh, yeah, and that person's still there and then, like, turned over and included them for a little bit and then came back and we're like, okay. Was it two guys and... It was two girls and a guy. But were the two girls straight? Yeah. 
That's the thing. See, yeah. If the two girls are straight, then I'm glad. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up too because that would make so much more sense because then you're like, okay, we're not both competing for this person. So it's not going to... It's kind of like the episode of Sex and the City where Kim Cattrall or Samantha and her old man boyfriend like invite the hostess from the restaurant to have a threesome and then it gets super competitive. Like hot in theory, but in execution, you really have to think like, wait a minute, what are all of us going for here? Because your neighbor obviously was set up for success from the get-go. He's like, who fucking cares? This is going to be great for me. And I think it's like I, you know, my neighbor and I, we were dating, but like I know he's been with other girls yeah. and I've gone on dates with guys that just haven't really uh, furthered. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm really. Uh, he's going on dates with other girls and you're going bowling. <laughs> yeah. Sort of with Tyler Cameron. <laughs> yeah, He's going on dates and having sex and I am going to the YMCA. <laughs> um, stop it, Miley. She hates this podcast. She's like trying to tear it apart. Yeah, so I I wasn't like when she when they were together I wasn't like, "Oh my god." But I also was with her and she was with me, so it wasn't it just felt very equal. But if it's like two straight girls, they're not going to do anything to each other, so it's like, "Why are you even having this threesome?" Yeah. Just tag and that's, in. That is when you would need to be like so fucked up and that's also where it gets I've heard stories like that too where it's kind of similar to yours, your first experience where people are like, "We all got so drunk cuz we needed like liquid courage, but then like pretty much got too fucked up and all passed out. I'm like, wow. Well, that's the thing is like that in, you know, sobriety, they talk about like being sober shows you like what you really want to do. Like if you don't want to do something, you're just not going to do it because you don't have alcohol as a crutch. crutch. And with this, I was like, I think I want to do this (laughs) because I don't have anything as a crutch. And uh, I did. And it was really fun. And I did feel like a a weird milestone in my sobriety because it was like I did something that I literally never thought I could do sober. Yeah. High five, man. I mean, checking off those boxes left and right. It's I, and I don't even know if that's too much to say that I had a threesome, but it doesn't feel weird. It didn't feel like gross. It felt like very like it was probably <laughs> that's what Joel said or I guess I can say his fucking name. That's what my neighbor said today. He was like, uh, that was the most romantic sex I've ever had. And I'm like, really? You've had girlfriends for like three years. It <laughs> <laughs> was the most romantic sex. You- Why? Because you lit one fucking candle. I mean, sometimes that's all it takes. <laughs> but it was very romantic. He brought out a salt lamp. <laughs> oh, so you were cleansing the air at the same time. Yeah, there were- we-, we burnt sage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we prayed to the gods. <laughs> We're like, please let this not well, be very awkward. detoxed afterwards. Had a little bit of turmeric latte. It was great. Yeah, but it was so we were all so in the moment because yeah. we were basically sober. I mean, she was basically sober. So it was like, I don't know. It was like that much hotter. And I think had we been drunk, it wouldn't have been as good. I really do think yeah, that. Yeah, no, I think you're probably right. Very nice. Am I a lesbian? I would say I'm more bisexual. TBA. TBA. Sexuality is such a funny... It's a tricky, tricky bitch. Tricky, tricky bitch. Most people are like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> there are probably lesbians listening to this like, okay, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, no, but I, I mean, I do like men, but I like the girl this weekend. So, hey. And I was like, you're into me? Because she was so hot that I was like, wait, she was like, yeah, you're just so hot. And I was like, what? <laughs> 
say it again i was like say it again megan fox okay uh she looks like olivia um who's the one who left her husband oh olivia wilde she looks like olivia wilde really? and megan fox combined and I was like, I know you look like a celebrity. I was like, who do you get? She's like, well, this sounds like cocky, I guess. But like the people I get are Megan Fox and Olivia Wilde. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. Yeah. She's like a crossbreed of these my bitches. God. She was so hot. And then she kept saying I was hot. And I was like, what is happening? This is the best. This is the best. This is the best. <laughs> yeah. I felt like she was like a cool girl in high school. And I was like eating her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Life comes full circle. Living the goddamn motherfucking dream. <laughs> um. Anyway, I sent you that TikTok of that girl. The Taco Bell date. Oh, my God. So, I don't Amazing. know. What's that girl's name? I don't remember. Do you mind handing me my phone? I'll double check. Miley. Um, she just likes anything that's not the fucking toys I buy her. I've been giving Miley CBD treats. How's that working out? I mean, clearly not well, because she's still fucking off her shit right now. She does seem calmer. She is calmer. Yeah, it helps. And I think it helps with her teething, too, because her yeah. teeth are really hurting. That's probably why this feels good, I guess. She's going after that now, too. Okay, so Elise Myers is her name on TikTok. She's pretty funny. I usually hate TikTokers, and she was pretty funny. She talked about her worst date, which was that... A guy tricked her into buying a hundred tacos and basically what happened was she met a guy on Tinder. This is a long time ago, but she met a guy on Tinder. He said, let's meet at my house and then I'll drive us to dinner. And she gets to his house and he's like, oh, I can't find my keys. Can you drive? She's like the whole time. She's like, red flag. Yeah. And she's like, sure, get in. And then he's just telling her which ways to go, not telling her where they're going, just giving her directions. They show up to a Taco Bell he orders a hundred hard shelled tacos and then pretends he doesn't have his wallet. So she pays for them. They go back to the house. He lives with his dad and he just dumps all the tacos on the table and they start eating them in silence. And then the date, I guess he asked to see, he asked her if she wants to see his studio and she says no. And she takes the tacos. That was my favorite part. Cause that's what I was hoping for. I'm like, if this ends, which it obviously is about to like, please tell me you took the food with you. Here's the thing, like, <laughs> when she was like, yeah, I don't know why I paid for the tacos. I don't know why I let him drive. But I've been in that position where yeah. you're on a date and you're like, oh, this is weird. But like, all right, sure, I'll drive. You want to seem like chill and go with the flow. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then you get to Taco Bell and you're like, well, I don't want to be a snob. And yeah. be like, you really brought me to Taco Bell. And then it's like you order 100 tacos and he forgets his wallet. At that point, you're like, well, now the Taco Bell employees have made these 100 tacos. Right. So like, what am I going to do? Not pay them? Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I guess I'll go back with this guy because I he's just, in my car. Yeah, he's in my car and I brought I just bought a hundred tacos. See, the only way around that would be to like drive him back to the house and hope that you have the tacos in the back seat and then have him get out. He was definitely holding on to the drive. tacos. Oh yeah, for sure. But like you'd have to finagle that where they were not in his possession and he gets out of the car first and you drive away. Otherwise, uh, yeah, again, we've all been in that position where you're like, hindsight's twenty twenty. here's all the cool stuff I should have done, but I am going to go back to your house and sit there and be awkward as fuck because I don't know what else to do. I mean, this guy must have been fucking hot if he was like, but I've been in situations like that too. Like I kind of dated this comic. I don't know. I don't even want to say he's a comic, but he's a comic and he does clearly not doing that well but we went on he was like really hot in my mind and we went on this date and like 
we kept waiting the date to go longer so we kept ordering more drinks and he was like i can't afford this so i was like oh i'll pay for it because like i could and mm-hmm. i was like well i'm the one pushing to go to another bar and he's like i don't have any money so yeah. whatever so then i called uber back to his place which is in bumfuck fucking brooklyn and i leave my phone in his car in the uber yeah so the next morning i trace it and it's on the last stop on the g so i'm like fuck do you mind coming with me and um he was like all right well i get kind of have to because like he was like a really nice guy about it I was like, I'll buy you breakfast. And I was like, I'll buy you Denny's. Because we looked at a map. And I was like, there's a Denny's. We get to the last stop. The Denny's is a dive bar named Denny's. It's not like a Denny's breakfast. (laughs) So I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So we go to this like coffee shop. We get these bagels. And he's like ordering a bagel that's like, not like a bagel and cream cheese. Like a lox. And then he's getting like a second bagel sandwich. And he's getting a coffee and like a latte. He's like really going after it. And I'm like, okay, well, I did like fucking make him come all the way out here so fine but it just felt a little like weird yeah and then um naturally we went out again Mm -hmm. i order us dinner and then when we're hooking up he takes a lot of clonopin so he like starts choking me and he's like i'm gonna murder you with his arm around my throat and i was like oh my god what the fuck and i like push him off of me and i was like what the fuck and he was like what I was like, what do you mean, what? And he was like, well, I, what did I just say? I, I'm sorry, I blacked out, I don't remember. Which is like even scarier than if yeah. he had been aware of it. Anyway, he broke up with me. <laughs> <laughs> the point of that story is, I get this girl, I understand the Taco Bell sitch. Because yeah. well, I was like really upset by it. And I was like, look, like, actually, I think I let him finish. I mean anyway because you're a giver <laughs> i'm a giver like this girl from this girl talk about like yes it is crazy she was like okay get in my car yeah let's do at some point i'd be like hey where are we going yeah but then again you know i should have asked a lot more questions when a guy threatened to murder me with his hand around my neck right. but i didn't right and um with this guy with the hand around my neck how did he dump me i said you know i think i need a week to like think about this and then we met up to talk and he's like yeah I'm, i think i'm gonna date Matt I was like, what? He's like, yeah, like you were need a week to think. And then I started talking to her. So I think I'm just going to date her. And I was like, all right. Sounds like you're at summer camp. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, well, there's $180 I'll never get back yeah, between all the again. drinks and dinner I bought. But it was funny. We went and saw a psychic on our date because yeah. we were like going around West Village just like bar hopping. And I paid for a psychic too. I just paid for a psychic reading. And the psychic goes, yeah, you're not going to marry this guy. <laughs> She's a pretty good psychic. Yeah, she's genius. Anyway, so this girl from Taco Bell made me think about that because I was like, when he said, can I have a hundred hard tacos? Did he lean over her to order through the window? Like, did I, can I have a hundred hard tacos? Or did he, was it a telephone situation where she, he was like, can you... Um, tell them uh, this is what we want. Yeah, can you tell them a hundred hard shell tacos? If I, I was on a date and the guy was like, can you get a hundred tacos? I would look, be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I would too. I'd be like, what? I'd be like, oh, are we going to a homeless shelter after yeah. this? Because that's the only way I'm getting 100 tacos. Do you have bodies in your basement that we're feeding these two? Like, no. <laughs> I think I would be more of a bitch. I'd probably be like, you can have five. Yeah. 100 tacos? I feel tacos? like 100, I would look up and be like, why? Why? No. Especially when you're sober. No. There's no need for it. You don't need a 100. <laughs> like, yeah, she was driving and he was planning on driving. Well, he was probably fucked up. There, You know what? He was probably on drugs. Yes. 
that's the thing. Like, none of it was an accident. The forgetting the wallet, not an accident. Not finding his keys. He doesn't have a car. Like, yeah, none of that was unplanned. I just, the only thing this TikTok was missing was a photo of the guy. Because I'm like, how attractive was he? Yeah, that's what we all need. Because you got to be smoking fucking hot if you're, like, getting this girl to drive you to Taco Bell. Yeah. But I don't know. The guy who dragged me around and I spent all that money on and then he threatened to murder me and then broke up with me. I would say he's not even that hot. Yeah. I thought he was, but now I'm like, what? That's my favorite. When you look back, you're like, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. I had a similar situation with a homeless man several years ago where, like, he approached me and asked for money and I didn't have it. And you had sex with him and then he put his arm around your neck? Luckily. I hate when that happens. (laughs) I mean, it was close. If I hadn't been with Ryan, whew, different story. But he, like, approached me, asked if I had a few dollars, and I did, but I was just like, oh, no, man, sorry. And he's like, oh, will you buy me something to eat then? I'm like, you know, yes, fine. And I'm thinking there's, like, a pizza place right here or, like, a hot dog cart. I'm like, yeah, we'll do that. And he's like, oh, actually, there's a Morton Williams around the corner. Can we go there? And I'm like, you know. What is a Morton Williams? Grocery store. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, you know, fi-. I was, like, in a good mood that day. I'm like, yes. This is the thing where should have known it was a very and this doesn't sound right, but like very clean, well put together homeless person, like didn't smell weird, had new Adidas on, had like a new backpack. Everything was clean and like good. I'm like, maybe it sounds like he's a pretty good persuader if he got you to go. He definitely was in sales at some point. Um, Yeah, he worked at fucking Spotify and then he had a drug problem and now he's on the streets. So we get into Morton Williams and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, okay, there's like prepared food, grab a sandwich or something and a Gatorade and we'll go. And then he starts grocery shopping, like actually gro- and knows where everything is. Like we're not wandering through this grocery store. He buys samosas. He buys kombucha. He buys like all this random shit. And we get to the checkout line and I'm assuming he's done this before or the checkout lady could just tell that I was a fucking moron because she's looking at me like, are you sure? I'm like, I mean, I can't, I realized what was going on halfway through. I'm like, I just got swindled. But then I'm like, I feel bad enough that I can't leave a homeless man in a grocery store with food I'm assuming he can't pay for. I'm like, that'll feel worse than anything. So we get through, end up paying $50 for his food, which at the time was like more than my weekly grocery bill. So I'm like, nice. So we get out and then he's like, oh, also there's a CVS right down here. Like, I need to get a few more things. Do you want to come with me? I'm like, no. And walked away. So that's how I know. I'm like, I, I get it. Do you want to go to a Do TV? you want to go with me? It's like, we're not hanging out today. The best part of the story was, this all happened and I just felt like an idiot the rest of the day, but had to tell everyone I knew. So I did. And then like the next day, I'm walking through the West Village and saw him again. And then I think like six months later was waiting for the one train somewhere and he was sitting on the one like it stopped and we made eye contact and I must have just like I don't know if he recognized me but I recognized him immediately and must have had a look on my face like because I the same way I can't like hide my faces and I must have just looked like are you fucking kidding me because he looked very comfortable and clean and well-dressed like it's not like he had fallen on hard time he owned a townhouse yeah. in the west village he lives in greenpoint right now like by <laughs> himself he has a family and two kids that aren't his yeah someone just gave it to him because they felt bad so point of the story is that it happens to the best of us you do things because you feel like you're being nice and you can still feel good about it but you realize halfway through you're like i feel not smart right now yeah like i once um there was a guy in l this is when i lived in la this homeless guy was like 
I'm getting on the bus. I'm a veteran. And he had like a veteran thing. And he was like, I, I need to f- like get on the bus to see my daughter, but I need $5, which was like too much for a bus anyway. But I was like, okay. I was like, I only have a 20. And he was like, please, like I really need it. And I was like, all right. So I gave him the 20. I'm not even two feet away and he goes to the next couple I was like hey I just need five dollars and I was like are you fucking kidding me and did they, you say it out loud no because I was kind of scared of him yeah. at that point I was like it was it was like nine o'clock like he's at so night. bold yeah just like you but they heard him and they were just like no yeah <laughs> but I was like what the audacity of this guy mm-hmm. to do it right in front of my fucking face like fuck this bitch yeah it's incredible bold now you do have to wonder with tiktok tacos like how often does how often is he having his taco fest bankrolled by someone else? Clearly, he had had this plan. Like this wasn't just something he concocted. It sounds like he's done this before. I wonder if it it's like a kid who like kills small animals and then eventually they gradually like start killing humans or yeah. like you know what I mean? They start small. I mean, yeah, she did get invited into the quote unquote studio. So if she didn't have like the smarts, there's a very good chance she could have gotten fucked up. Well, no, I was saying like maybe he started with like ten tacos. Oh. And then he was just pushing it to yeah, see. Yeah, like he's like, all right, I'll start with 10 with this bitch. And then he was, the girl's like, no problem, didn't say anything. Easy. And he's like, all right, let's try 40. What do you think his cap is or was? I'm sure it was 100 when that bitch rolled out. He was like, okay, well, 100 was too far. <laughs> too much, too much. 100 was we'll go too back far. down to 80. We'll she, see. We'll see what, like where that She didn't like the goes. studio. She didn't like the studio. <laughs> <laughs> studio, too much. Yeah, exactly. 80 tacos, no studio. We're set. I wonder how much a hundred tacos at Taco Bell is. What are they? Like 80 cents each? It's got to be less than a hundred bucks. Yeah, but that's still a fucking lot of money. I mean, that's money. a lot of money, but. Yeah, what? <laughs> I guess we're not fucking. I'm sorry, sir. Are you on your period? Are we not having sex tonight? Like, <laughs> Or for the next three days? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. This guy. You know what it was, dude? I bet you got insecure because I would get pretty insecure if a guy took me to Taco Bell and went a hundred. I was like, I dressed up for this. <laughs> put on makeup kind of like he got my car and was like taco bell it is 100 tacos fuck it this bitch i don't care <laughs> maybe that was the litmus test it's like whatever she shows up in depends on like the rank of fast food you go to so like if she showed up in like leggings and a t-shirt taco bell if it had been like a little bit more than that like lululemon leggings then arby's yeah and then exactly. you just go from there She's like, fuck, I should have worn heels. No, but how sad would it be if she was like planning out her outfit? Like she got a new outfit from Aritzia. and was like, got her hair done. I mean, this sounded pretty like, (laughs) went to dry bar. It sounded pretty, or not spontaneous. Like it sounded like it was just a couple messages on Tinder and then like, hey, we should do this. And she's like, all right, I'm on board. Like, I don't think there was a lot of planning involved. Yeah, this guy was like, it's five o'clock. <laughs> I need to eat. I'm hungry in a couple hours. He's like, Dad, can we go get Taco Bell? He's like, no. He's like, Tinder it is. <laughs> Gotta eat. I wonder what that guy's, I wonder if he's still single. Should I hit him up? Probably. I do love Taco Bell, honestly. I love a good chicken quesadilla, so. Oof, that is nice. Yeah. I know. I don't know why. I have, I don't know. I've just been had a hard time. I'm like, I've had a hard time dating. <laughs> I don't know why it's weird threesomes no problem dating yeah maybe you just have to go in the opposite direction maybe you start out with threesomes and then through that you'll meet someone and then i just want to make sure i'm around every single time you have to tell your meet cute story because i want to die laughing how'd you guys meet uh 
it's kind of like a cooking class. Like there like, are a lot of smells. Like a social sport league. Oh my gosh, Manny. Do you want a threesome? No, thank you. Today I hooked up with my neighbor and I brought Miley. And she was like trying to get in on it. Nice. Is that bad? I don't know what to do with the dog when you have sex. Is that, is this, should I cut this? You don't, I mean, make it clear that you know what to do with the dog. Well, not use her, but like she like ran, she was in the corner sleeping and then she ran up and then we were like, oh, we got to put her away. Yeah. But like, I felt bad that she even saw it for a moment. I mean, I think that's normal. I don't think most people know what to do because like she doesn't know what's going on, but you also just don't want watchful eyes on you really in any capacity. You know, after a threesome, it's like, why even close the blinds? Yeah. Just let them all see. Let them all be jealous. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did you watch the um, Gwen Shamblin doc on HBO? I haven't watched it. I feel like I've read so much about it that I need to watch it to just like fill in the blanks. So for those of you who don't know, Gwen Shamblin is a she's a she's a religious i mean she's a pastor yeah she started her own religion and she started with a weight loss program called the way down mm-hmm. which is basically you eat when you're hungry and then when you're not hungry you pray to god to not eat because you fill yourself up with religion and spirituality and instead love. of food which honestly is the premise of aa when you want to have a drink you fill yourself up with spirituality which i was like oh. Oh. Mm. oh it's hitting a little close yeah like i can't call total bullshit because it works for drink you know it does work in a sense but then she started her own religion off of that which is like and then it's really fucked up and like yeah like most religions just had very dark sides to it but she died in a plane crash in may yeah i didn't realize she died so recently yeah she died like they were making this documentary and she died yeah and what's crazy is this couple on the documentary who they interviewed were like, we just didn't want our daughter to marry into that family. It's really like upsetting. We lost our daughter to this religion. The day of her wedding was the day Gwen Chamblin died in that plane crash. Jesus. And it was like a small plane crash. And like Gwen's new. Hu- so I guess she was married to this like old fatty, which I only say that because he the wa- irony. <laughs> well, no, because he wasn't allowed to come around because he's overweight. And then she married this guy who women were talking about, this guy Joe something, who was like an aspiring actor and an aspiring singer. And he was just really rich as a kid and always look for women to bankroll him. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, he's religious now. Like he literally, you know, was having threesomes <laughs> <laughs> before, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he was the one driving this small plane that crashed. But anyway, it was just a very interesting documentary because it's um, we've talked about this before, but it's so easy to start a cult. And I do think I hear my friends talking about their fucking boyfriends and I'm like, that's a cult. Like he's bringing you down. He makes you feel like shit. He's gaslighting you. You're paying even this girl the Taco Bell thing. That's kind of a mini cult. Like he gaslit you into thinking gaslighting is a form of culting. It's like it's, it's just a cult technique. Yeah. It's just one of the many ways. And that's why I think it's easier to join a cult because like when you're in a relationship, you're alone. But when you're in a cult, you have other people around you be like, this is a good idea. This makes sense. Yeah. In relationships, it makes less sense because people are like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And you're staying even though everyone's like, "Mm, no. Yeah. But in a cult, if you grow up in that, if everyone around you is like, yeah, this is a good idea. You can get branded. That's fun. What's the difference between getting branded and getting a tattoo? At least the tattoo doesn't have a date on it and a picture of your son with a rose you know like 
<laughs> at least a branded mark you can cover with your undies so but so yeah the this documentary it's it's really interesting you should watch it i know i like i feel like i've almost overdone it with cult stuff recently so i need to take it back or take it down a notch just so i can check in with myself and be like okay this wouldn't happen to you it's okay Everything in moderation, including cult docs. What, what other cult were we talking about? The LuLaRoe one. Oh, yeah. But again, I think the LuLaRoe one, like, my parents own a franchise of a company. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what LuLaRoe is. Yeah. A franchise of anything is what LuLaRoe is. You buy the business and then you try to make money from it. Yeah. And you buy more products through the business. Right. And you have to pay them out. It's, it's all fucking pyramid schemes. But that that company was just so stupid. And... I posted this on my Instagram story. I have a pair of LuLaRoe leggings. Yeah, I. which ones do you have? I have the Christmas ones. Because that's what I was saying. You can definitely put those on eBay, Amazon, Poshmark, something. Just to see. How, like, I think it would just be funny as like a funny. Like, putting them on Poshmark, I think would be hilarious. I just want to see how much you can get. You think I get a lot? Not a lot, but I think you can get something out of them. Like, they are very soft. When they were talking about the buttery smooth texture. Yeah. I was like, I remember my mom was like, oh my God, we got these really fun Christmas leggings and they're the softest leggings I've ever felt. And the girls in the beginning of the doc were talking about that. They were like, they were the best leggings. They were so soft, so durable. We bought them when they were good products. And my mom was like, we have to go back. So I got my own pair. I was like, oh my God, should I get another? My mom was like, I want to get another color. So I got to be honest, they were Christmas and they were to wear around Christmas. They weren't like to wear with a chambray shirt, you know, out to (laughs) fucking TGI Fridays. No chambray and like Chevron. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like to wear to a BBQ, but that reaction those women had that we were like, what the fuck? I actually had that genuine reaction (laughs) like a year ago. They're buttery soft. They're really great for Christmas time and all holidays. Honestly, I wish I had a pair. Of, <laughs> you wish you had some Chris- or Halloween ones. I wish I had some OG LuLaRoe Halloween leggings. I mean, maybe that's the other side of the coin. Maybe we now have to look up because if you knew they were OG ones, like before they basically looked like you could pop your fingers through them. That's why I think you could get like good money out of it because it would be like, a, OK, well, it isn't a bad product at that point. And if people still loved them and just didn't really want to support the company itself, they're supporting you by paying you via Poshmark, not crazy, whatever her name was, Deanna. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm definitely going to put them on Poshmark, but I don't know if I want to get rid of them. Honestly, they're so (laughs) buttery fucking smooth. I kind of want them for myself. Yeah, so don't forget to rate don't forget to leave a rating a review only if it's five stars if it's don't just don't bother yeah or if you want to contact hannah for a threesome yeah i don't know i wonder if she's listening to this (sighs) i hope so love you whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.